சிந்தாமயம் நமாமி சிந்மயம் தேவம் சத்குரும் பிரம்ம வித்வரம் மனோஜவம் மாருதுல்ல வேகம் ஜிதேந்திரியம் புத்திமதாம் வரிஷ்டம் வாதாத்மஜம் வானரயூதமுக்கியம் ஸ்ரீராமதூத்தம் சிரசாதமாமி சந்தோஷினி ஜெகன்மாதா மம சௌபாகியவத்தையே நமஸ்கரோமி பக்தியாத்வாசன்னவரதரம் சங்கராச்சாரியம் கேசவம் பாதராயணம் சூத்திரபாஷ்யே Karma Yoga is better. 
So, ashrama dharmas differ because of the type of student. If the student is ready, then sannyasa is. So, sannyasa stumhabaho dukkhamaptum ayogada. So, a person who has not done karma yoga, karma yoga here means preparation. Mind is not prepared and not ready. And if he takes sannyas, it will be dukkham for him. <laughs> because he is denied of the worldly pleasure, he doesn't have the joy of sannyasam also. <laughs> so both he will be ubhayaprashtaha, neither there nor here. <laughs> so therefore Bhagavan urged Arjuna to be a karma yogi. <laughs> And at the same time, Bhagavan talks about this karma sannyasa yoga, that is, what are the nature of this karma sannyasa yoga, which is the topic of the fifth chapter. So from the twelfth verse onwards up to twenty-first verse, Bhagavan talked about Dhyana Marga. <laughs> so then, in the twenty-second and twenty-third words, Bhagavan coming a notch down <coughs> to our level. So it was a higher level before, now he is coming down to our level. He says, Yehisam Sparsha Jab Hoga. It's very practical. Why we should not <coughs> the indulge too much in the world outside is what is being told here. That ehi samsparsya bhogaha dukkayonaya evate. So, any sense enjoyment. Samsparsya ja bhogaha. The sense organs come in contact with sense object. So, born out of that, the interaction with the sense organ and sense object. Whatever that joy is born out of that is not permanent. <laughs> it is not that Bhagavan is telling there is no joy, but he says they are not permanent. Why Adyandavanda Kaunteya Nateshu Ramate Buddha? Therefore one should not revel in it. So reveling in it because the, most of the time, the bondage is created by thinking about it. <laughs> More, not by mere physical enjoyment or indulgence, it may not bind you much. But when you revel in it and you start thinking about it, <laughs> so what happened? We relive those experiences again and again in the mind. That creates bondage. So this is what Bhagavan said. But whatever be it, the, it is said in Panjadishi, I think, it is said that sense pleasure, the pleasure is only one minute and the bondage is lifelong. <laughs> the bondage is lifelong, pleasure is only few minutes. So therefore Bhagavan said, don't revel in it. Prarapta-vashat, whatever that comes to you, enjoy it. There is no, there is no question of not enjoying it, but according to each one's prarapta, 
things will come to you automatically. And when it comes, have a good time, enjoy it. Then when it leaves you, don't worry about it. You should have the courage to say bye. That is the frame of mind who can enjoy life. Then Bhagavan, again one more verse here, 23rd verse. Here he gives very practical uh, how to be, how, how one can be happy <laughs> in life. Forget about the Brahma Narvanam and all that. So that is too far away for us. But tell me, down to earth, now I am living here, how can I be happy? Please tell us. This is the, the thought must be, Arjuna must have thought about it. So giving up everything <laughs> and absorbing oneself to that Paramatma, then you will attain that bliss, the Paramatma So these are all things too far away for us. So what is that? Practical tips you give us how one can be happy in this life <laughs> without much of struggle. <laughs> now let us see what he says. Shaknoti haivaya sodam Shaknoti Kamakrotodbhavam vegam Sayuktasa Sukhinaraha Shaknoti Iha Eva. So Shaknoti. So if possible, if he can, in this life, Iha Eva, Sodum, resist or give up. Sakni Saknotiha Eva Yaha Yaha means whoever he be he who Praksharira Vimokshanat before the body fall Prak means before Sharira Vimokshanat Sharira means this body Vimokshanas means giving up before dying that's the idea before dying Shaknoti is if he able to sodom withstand or resist. Shaknoti iha eva yaha sodom praksharira vimokshanat kama krotha utpavam vegam. This vegam means the impulse. That storm, see that storm that is arising due to the desire. Suppose karma, the desire comes in our mind. When the mind gets obsessed with the desire, and at that time, nothing can stop us. <laughs> and whatever argument you give, there will be always answer. Isn't it? So, let us say, for example, two youngsters want to get married and they decide to go live together in this life. So, at that time, because they are belonging to two different religions, at that time, parents doesn't want, they want to dissuade the child, you'd give any argument. 
it doesn't work. Why? <laughs> you because that desire has set in the mind. Once it becomes a desire, it is very difficult to overcome. <laughs> so it is vegam, means avesham. <laughs> so any any argument you say. So then they will say, suppose there are two religions, you know, it will be not be good, you know, their custom is different, our custom is different. We will not be able to, every time you have to be alert, all kinds of things. If you say, they will say, all human beings are, you know, Hinduism same, human beings are same. <laughs> if they have studied Vedanta or scriptures, then they will say, they will quote Vedanta also. <laughs> what is wrong in that? So, it doesn't matter whatever religion he belongs to, but if that person is good, that is more important, isn't it? How do you know that person is good? I have seen him for the last two years. But last two years you have seen him only smiling. You have not seen him. <laughs> so whenever they meet each other, they try to impress each other. So it is always a smiling face they put up. So you cannot judge a person when a person is smiling. You can judge a person only when he is angry. <laughs> or that is why you make him drink. Then afterwards you judge. Then you ask him some question, then you will know the real person. <laughs> so otherwise you don't know. You rub that guy the wrong side, then you know what exactly the personality. So all these things, if you tell, they will immediately attack you. You have your own marriage. Think about it. It's all arranged marriage. It is all horoscope. You have seen all Ashtapurtham is there. But now what happened? <laughs> is it successful? They challenge you through a challenge. Now, this is why. Why? Because this Kamaha Uddhavam Vegam, <coughs> that mind is obsessed with that thought, desire. At that time, you try to argue with that person, it doesn't work at all. <laughs> so, the, the best way is to make them forget is, make them apart. You know, and Raja did that. This girl was in love with one of the servants. A queen, the princess man, then what to do, how to get him, get her out of it. So she was taken to a very, what do you call that, isolated place and kept there for one year. Afterwards she came back, she forgot about this guy. So, so sometimes time changes. So I am not telling you to dissuade, but I am telling you the, the, that the mind, how it works, that is the point we have to understand. It is not only for them, all of us the same thing. Once you are obsessed with a particular desire, then it is very difficult to overcome. And Kamaha, Krodha, see both are together. <laughs> Wherever Kama is there, there is Krodha. <laughs> because when Kama is not fulfilled, Kama means desire. If desire is not fulfilled, then ang anger comes. <laughs> so, these are a pair. That is why Raga and Dvesha also both are same. If you look, it's like a, with a, a two sides of the coin. <laughs> Wherever Raga is there, Dvesha also there. I hate this person means what? You love that person, that's why. <laughs> the other side of it is what? You love that person. You don't hate a person who is walking on the road whom you don't know, isn't it? Do you hate him? No. You hate a person to the extent that much you must have loved that person. Otherwise, you would not have hated. The very 
expression of hatredness is because of your love for that person so if you understand that you will be relaxed totally <laughs> so the same way kama and krodha is together if you the desire is so obsessed to that extent krodha also comes so krodham comes because i want it and the obstacle comes and that obstacle becomes a deep source of anger so kama krododbhavam vegam sayuktaha sasukhi narah so here bhagwan is using a lot of words here sayuktaha he is united and integrated person saha sukhi he alone is happy person then sanara he alone is called nara mean human beings <laughs> so all others are considered eh narova 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 if you keep on saying what happened naraha vanaraha vanaraha what happened vanara <laughs> so vanarova iti this doubt will come so naraha means the naramate vishesh naraha is called nara see the one who never revels in vishesh sukhas is called nara why because nara janma jantunam nara janma durlabham it's very rare to get a human life think about it it is said when your punya papas are 50 50 only then you will get a human life <laughs> now to balance this 50 50 you know you don't know how how much struggle it is <laughs> to make it 50 50 it is not that easy yes um, if you have the more papas you go to papa yonis like animals etc if you have punya then you will go toward these heavens etc deva yoni itilsa devayodi also it is not endurable it is not considered great according to our shastra because in devayodi you cannot get moksha moksha is possible only in human birth why because purushartha is not possible in devayodi self effort is not possible because it is a bhoga bhumi you can exhaust your punyas there by indulging enjoying it. you cannot collect new things there there is not there is no possibility there so that's why there after going to this uh, heaven you apply for immigration and naturalization <laughs> it is not possible because that is not allowed <laughs> there the punya you exhaust you come back chine punya nathi logam vishanti you come back to this world so only in human body one can realize because human beings alone is given this choice pashu bachche pashu mrgaadi etc they have not given the choice so wherever the choice is exercise one can grow so choice can be used for your good choice can be used for your disaster also both so here bhagwan says ശക്നോദിമോക്ഷണാത്ബിൾ 
ബിഫോർ ദി ലിബറേഷൻ ഫ്രം ദ ബോഡി ബിഫോർ ദ ഫാൾ ഇൻ ഔട്ട് ബിഫോർ ഡാറ്റ് ഐഡിയ ദ ഇംപൾസസ് ബോൺ ഔട്ട് ഓഫ് ഡിസയർ ആൻഡ് ആങ്കർ ഈസ് എ യോഗി ഈസ് എ ഹാപ്പി മാൻ ഇഫ് യു റീഡ് ദാറ്റ് വട്ട് വിൽ യു തിങ്ക് ലൈക്ക് വൺ ഓഫ് അസ് വിൽ തിങ്ക് ഓക്കെ ബിഫോർ ഡൈ ഇഫ് ഐ എം ഏബിൾ ടു വിത്ത് സ്റ്റാൻഡ് ദാറ്റ് ഈസ് ഓക്കെ ഐ വിൽ ഡു ഇറ്റ് വൈ ബിഫോർ ഡൈ ജസ്റ്റ് വൺ അവർ ബിഫോർ ഐ ഡൈ നോ യു ഡോണ്ട് നോ വെൻ യു ആർ ഗോയിൻ ടു ഡൈ നോ ബഡി ഗോ ടു ടെൽ യു യമരാജ് നവർ കംസ് ആൻഡ് ഗിവ്സ് യു ഇൻഫർമേഷൻ that september 24th 4:30 in the evening you are dead no, like that there is no declaration by yamaraj so he comes any time you don't know number one then at that time instead of will you be able to think about controlling your anger etc that time you will be thinking about your regrets i should have done that i should have done this or you will thinking about your kitten kid that person in america he has not come did he inform him so how long it will take for him to come 24 hours i don't know whether i will go i will last 24 hours all this thought will come and you have no time for controlling your desire or anger so this is to be started now itself so this is a test that a person can be sukhi only when you have certain way of handling your anger and desire this is the desire management program our sadhana in our scriptures the entire sadhana is to make to, to this program only what desire management program everything else is uh, secondary this is the main thing so shaknoti hai vayasodam prak sharira vimokshanat kamakrodhodbhavam vegam sayukta sasukhi naraha he alone becomes sukhi so what is the key for becoming sukham <laughs> see this this topic will be discussed in sixth chapter also <laughs> because in the meditation seat what exactly happened to us so there bhagwan is going to talk when that thought comes see suddenly when you are sitting for meditation you are chanting bhagwan's name om namah shivaya om namah shivaya om namah shivaya then what happened shankara narayanan <laughs> daughter's wedding let us distribute it was good <laughs> suddenly thought has gone there <laughs> so a desire has come suddenly from nowhere a desire come <clears throat> let do the desire that also previous experience so now how do you handle it so there is a discussion on that you know when the meditation seat that sixth chapter when it comes we will discuss that <laughs> the point is the sense when the thought come you should not get identify with it <laughs> that chapter also bhagwan talk talked about it that nateshu ravate budaha so uh, uh, they, no, that is here it is said in the third chapter it is said kama krodha etc vikasa prarabdha it comes to us because see in this life you may picked up certain desire that you may be able to give up but there are certain desires that you are born with <coughs> what do we do with that how do we handle that 
So that in third chapter Bhagavan talks, Tayoho Vasam Na Agache Tauhasya Varibandhinav. So the only method is become a Sakshi. When that thought comes to your mind, look at it. Bhagavan, this thought has come now. I don't know what to do with it. Please take care of it. So with that attitude, if you sit in the meditation seat, then what happens? The thought will also pass. Otherwise, it will take you for a ride. One fraction of a second, that's enough to take you for a ride. And half an hour you will meditate upon what? This particular thought. That is all. So you say meditation was good, what? <laughs> Thinking about this. Some desire, something, some anger. Otherly, otherwise some anger will come. That also. Then how to deal with him? That is a thought. Meditating upon what? How to deal with that guy? This is a meditation. So this Kamakrodhodhavam Vegam, this one before it starts and before it becomes developed into a desire, we have control. So that control we have to exercise. Only then we will be able to be happy, that is all. Otherwise, any desire, if it is obsessed, an obsessive desire, so desire there is nothing wrong. Without desire nobody can live in this world also. You will be like Pashanavat, like a stone, <laughs> no desire at all. What kind of life is that? No. But desire how to manage you should know. <laughs> when it comes, leave it to the Lord, saying that, Bhagavan, if it is good, let it be fulfilled. If it is not good, let it go. <laughs> that attitude is there. You will see. Have faith in the wisdom of Bhagavan. Okay? Don't you know, suppose Bhagavan doesn't fulfill that. But if I give up, you know, then, then it is a problem. Have faith in his wisdom. What is good for you, he will do it. That faith should be there. Then what happened? Mind become calm, quiet, peaceful. Such a peaceful mind. Enjoy the Sukham Anandam. Such a person alone is considered Naraha. Why? Because he is making use of his God-given opportunity, this human birth, to gain Moksha. So, moksha alone is a goal of human birth. So, if this birth you miss, we may get another chance. Now, in Hinduism we have many chances, so don't worry. <laughs> if not this birth, next birth you will get a chance. Because you are exposed to Gita, Upanishad and all that, Bhagavan will say, okay, another life I'll give you. <laughs> so you will get one more life. So, shaknoti haivayas sodam Prakshareera vimokshanad Kama krododbhavam vegam Sayuktaha sasukhi naraham Now, continuing Yondasukuntara ramaha Yondasukuntara ramaha Tathantar jyotirevaya Sayogi Brahmanarvanam Sayogi Brahmanirvanam Brahma Bhuto di Gachati Yaha Antasuka Antararama Antar Jyoti All these are all 
Visheshanas given here. What is that? The one who is Andasukaha, happy with it. No conflict. See, the happiness is destroyed because of our conflict, inner conflict. Inner conflict is for so many reasons. Why? Because our ideal, intellect has got certain ideal, and our mind being practical, he sacrificed that ideal. And that is how we create a conflict inside. You say, I want to be an honest person. But the mind says, hey, useless. <laughs> In this world, is it practical? <laughs> And when it is harmless, you can tell one or two lies, who cares? Who uh, is making an account of all this? And that also, it is not that your lie is going to hurt somebody or anything. It is a harmless lie. Why are you? Why don't you do it? And take the benefit out of it. Like this, the mind argues. So what happened? Slowly, slowly, we succumb to that mind, not the intellect. So in this way we compromise our ideals, our principle we compromise, small, small things only we compromise, you know, big things we don't, let us say we keep it, but small things we start compromising, slowly, slowly, slowly what happened, the gap becomes widened between the buddhi and the mind. This is called inner conflict. When inner conflict is too much, your happiness is zero. <laughs> Why? Anything you think, there is always a two sides. There is no integration. So, antasukaha. A person whose mind and intellect is together is called antasukaha, inner peace. Antararamaha. Antararamaha, aramaha. One who rejoices within. The Atma Ramaha, the one who revels in himself, he loves his company. <laughs> See, a person can be alone and enjoy. See, some people want company, then only they can enjoy. But here, no, this Antara Ramaha, the one who revels in himself, he enjoys his company. So, Antara Ramaha. Yaha antar jyoti revacha, antaha jyoti, one who is illumined within, the spring of joy and happiness is within. This understanding who has got, because we are seeking happiness outside, and we are looking all the time, this joy with outside, therefore we are denied of that joy. But this person has discovered the source of joy is within myself. So this Andar Jyoti Evasa Evajaha Sayogi Brahmanarvanam Brahmanarvanam Moksha Brahmanarvanam Nirvanam means Moksha. Okay. The Nirvana Shapta is given in the Gita, many places. So, generally, Buddhist people say Nirvana is their word. <laughs> it is not so. It is in Gita. Gita is much before Buddha, okay? So, Brahma Nirvana, Nirvana Shapta. 
So nirvana, nirvana means, see, when there is a lamp, oil lamp, the oil lamp, when the oil is totally dried, burnt off, then what happened? No more lamp. The same way, the oil of vasanas in your mind is totally burnt off. <laughs> then what is the state? Mindless state. That mind is no more mind. No more mind means it is not that the mind will not be functional. It is functional, but it will not give you trouble. <laughs> so that type of a mind is called nirvana. That state is called nirvanam. So Brahma nirvanam means absolute freedom. In, the, in Bengali, nirvana bolte. So ban. So that also okay because ban means what arrow. Arrow of what? The desires. <laughs> the one whose arrow of desires are exhausted, such a mind is the moksha purusha's mind. Brahma nirvanam, Brahma bhutaha adhigachati. Brahma bhutaha. Now here, these are all words. Brahma bhutaha means becoming Brahman. So that is. It's a contradictory term. Actually, you cannot become Brahman, okay? <laughs> Becoming is a process. Brahma Bhutaha means it's for want of expression it is said. See, Brahman is to be discovered, owned. Infinite cannot be reached or attained or in time and place. Brahman is infinite. Infinite is always there. You know it or you don't know it. There is a difference. But right now also, even if you don't know you are Brahman, but still you are Brahman. <laughs> but at one place, at one time, with the grace of scriptures and Guru, you come to know that I am that Brahman, then that is called moksha. Until you come to know that you are that Brahman, there is samsara. So that is Brahma, Brahma Bhuyaha, Brahma Bhutaha. Adhigachati, he attains. So, how to gain moksha is also given in this verse. <laughs> so what is that? A mind which is conflict-free. Mind which is freedom from conflict, inner conflict. Then, one who is antararamaha, the one who rejoices himself. Love himself, that is the point. <laughs> Everybody love himself. But the problem is, how much we know that. <coughs> it is not selfish, okay? Here we are talking about Atma, Atma Ramaha. So, the one who revels in one's own Atma, Paramatma, because whenever the mind is seeking joy, what happens is, mind continuously seeks joy. See, from morning till evening, when you look at yourself, the mind only occasion is where the joy is, isn't it? What is the latest movie shall drive in? Where is the party Friday night, Saturday night party? So what exactly the latest thing that is going on? Mind is always searching for some field to get some joy, isn't it? Now that search has to go, finished. Whereas this mind is Discovering joy in himself, in Paramatma himself. 
So this is Antararamaha. <laughs> it's a very beautiful uh, way of expression because the mind start picking up joy in Ishwara Katha, Bhagavad Katha, Rama Katha or Krishna Katha or all these these stories of Bhagavan, when you start reveling in it, then that is a lakshana. <laughs> lakshana that you are enjoying yourself. So, otherwise what happened? Material thing we start enjoying, mind seeking that, that is a lakshana of samsara. But other things, the very fact that you start enjoying, how many times I read Ramayana, still I enjoy it. How many times I read Bhagavatam, still I enjoy it. That reveling. Why? Because you are reveling in Paramatma. Therefore, this is a lakshana of that Antararama. Andarjodhirevas yaha. Who's this, this, uh, the Jyoti. Jyoti means here it is Atma. Swayam Jyotihi Atma. The one who has discovered that Jyoti within. So that consciousness is the one that is illumining everything. This discovery has taken place. Say yogi brahmanarvanam. Yogi here means karma yogi here, okay? Yana yogi. So here karma yogi. That yogi, karma yogi. And he reaches, he attained that brahmanarvanam through the knowledge. Jnana marga, moksha, brahma bhutaha. Adiyachati. Alright. Then, Labhante Brahma Nirvanam. Labhante Brahma Nirvanam. Rishayakshina Kalmasham. Rishayakshina Get that Brahmanarvanam. He says, Lapante Brahmanarvanam Rishayaha Shina Kalmashaha. So, whose sins have been destroyed? Shina Kalmasha. Now, what is sin? According to Vedanta, sin is an obstacle in our spiritual path. Whenever we want to do some spiritual practice like meditation, japa, puja, part, all those things when we want to do, some obstacle comes. <laughs> Suddenly a bunch of people will arrive on the door. You started, the thought of doing puja and everything is ready. At that time a truckload of people will come and then then you have to take care of Atiti Devo Bhavata Bola hai kya kare. You have to do that. You have puja, what happened? Okay, we'll do it later. Postpone. <laughs> Casualty. Or you wanted to do meditation. At that time, so many telephone card comes. And you attend that phone, you think that after attending the phone, I will sit there. That's what you think. But once you take that phone, some bad news or some news comes then meditation is gone. So, like this, any doubt, you, have, you, have, you wanted to come for the Gita class, at that time some obstacle will come. 
These are all called Papa. So, Papa means not that. Uh, Papa means you cannot see Papa, but it is expressed as obstacle in your spiritual sadhana. So, Trina Kalmashan. So, this Rishaya, whose Kalmasha sins have completely gone, destroyed. Chinna Dvaita. Chinna Dvaita. Chinna Dvaita. Chinna Samshayaha. Chinna Dvaita. One is freedom from duality. One meaning. One Bhashyagara Shankaracharya writes Chinna Dvaita means Chinna Samshayaha. Whose doubt has totally removed. So, once a mind is freedom from sin, then what happens? Sin also called Viparita Bhavana. So, opposite form of thinking. Anything you say, some people have got a tendency to think ulta, isn't it? <laughs> opposite. That type of mind is also a sinful mind, they say. You say something with a good intention, but they start interpreting in a different way. That is also called sin. <laughs> Then Chinnatvaita, the one whose doubts have been totally removed. Chinnatvaita, Lepante, Chinna Kalmashaha, Chinnatvaita, Yatatmanaha. Now here comes the very important point that is, there is an argument that everything is prarabdha. Even moksha is also prarabdha. If that prarabdha may have moksha, what is the problem? You know? Then they will tell you, some astrologers also predict also. If your horoscope Surya, sun, what you call sun, is in the highest position, then there is a chance for you to gain moksha. If it is moon in the Uchasthanam, then there is no way. Like this, there are astrological predictions also there. Bhagavan here said, no. When it comes to moksha, it is purely depend upon your purushartha. It never happens automatically, please. If you say the God decide who get moksha, who doesn't get moksha, then it is very, the God position is very <laughs> unenviable position. <coughs> no, it is not decided by your fate, it is decided by your purushartha. So this moksha one has to struggle. So that's why Bhagavan here very specifically said, yatatma. Yet Atmanaha, those who, or Yet Atmanaha, one meaning is self-controlled, but Yet Atma means the one who strive. Yet Atmanaha, Samyadendriyaha, Sarvabhutahiterdaha. So, <coughs> the one who put forth effort, Yet Atma, so struggle for this moksha, the one who has realized the importance of moksha, and one who has realized the, the dukkham in samsara, to the extent we become conscious of the worldly existence. 
So Vidyaranya Swami says, the problem of samsara is we take this world as real. Once you take this world as real, then what happens? You take this body also as real. Once body become real, the senses also become real. Then senses also become real, then the sense objects also become real. Then the interaction between the senses and the sense object also become real. So we give reality to every experience that we go through. Therefore, this Dukkham Sukham Iti Anubhava. So, the whole point is what? The worldly existence itself is not real. You are not real. The world is not real. This unreality of this very existence has to be appreciated. Only then <coughs> moksha is possible. <laughs> Otherwise, we give reality to the world, we want moksha is not possible. So that is what Yatatmana Sarvabhuta Hiterataha. He remains, he enjoys or he lives for the welfare of all beings. Sarvabhuta Hiterataha. Their only occupation is to help others. Ah, continuing. Kamakrotha Viyuktanam Yetinam Yetachetasam Apito Brahmanarvanam Vartate Vititatmanam Kamakrodha Vyuktanam. Now Bhagavan is concluding his teaching in the fifth chapter. Teaching is over. But still you find there are three more verses. That is a connection to the next chapter. <laughs> he is introducing the meditation topic in the following verses. But here he concludes. The 26th verse, 5th chapter is concluding. Kama Krodha Vyuktanam Yetinam Free from those who are free from desire and anger. So this is a pair Bhagavan continuously talk about it in Gita. Throughout Gita you can see. In second chapter also we saw. Dhyayato Vishayat Pumsa Sangaste Shupajayate Sangasamjayate Kamaha Kama Krotho Vijayate. So there with the ladder of fall was depicted. So here that's why Bhagavan is used Kama Krodha Vyuktanam. Now, but we have to understand that desire itself is not binding. <laughs> what is binding is the insistence of that particular fulfillment of desire is what binding. For example, suppose you are hungry. You insist that I want only South Indian rasam and sambar. Then it is a problem. But at that time you are walking in the 42nd street. Suppose Godfather pizza come. Okay, let me go and eat. So <laughs> be happy with that. 
So that open-mindedness is there to accept what comes, then you are not bound. This binding comes only when I want only this. So we want to order the situations. We want to order weather. <laughs> we want to order everything according to my convenience. That is where samsara dukkha comes. If you have, okay, suppose some people are very difficult to handle. Okay, doesn't matter. <laughs> that is his problem, not my problem, if you say. But when that person is difficult to handle, then you start feeling uh, you know, how, to, how to challenge that, you know. Why do you want to challenge? Because that is his problem, let him have his problem. Why do you want to carry that problem on you? This is where the samsara comes. Then you interact with that person. Then you challenge that person. Then unnecessarily agitation is created for nothing. <laughs> it is, you know, India was a how wage marrow. There is a buffalo standing there, you come and hit me, you know, like that. That kind of thing. Why do you do that? It is not. So this insistence of a particular result is called bondage. So karma itself is not a problem. Krotha also is not a problem if as long as it is under your control. Ah. I am getting angry now. Still under control, okay? Don't say another word. <laughs> but that person challenges you. Suppose I tell you. That is where you have to control. I'll walk away. That's all you should say. <laughs> Kāma-krodha-vyukta-nāṁ yati-nāṁ yata-cheta-sāṁ yati-nāṁ, the self-control ascetics, yati. Yati means the people who put forth self-effect. They exercise their self-effect, yati-nāṁ. Ascetics, yata-cheta-sāṁ, who have controlled their thoughts. They have a certain discipline in their thinking. See, this is uh, training that we have to develop. Any educated person, modern educated, any field you get educated, you learn that discipline of thinking. If you are a scientist, you learn how to discipline yourself, think in one direction. The same way in Vedanta also, if you are thinking about a particular device, there are so many Shastras are there. Like our uh, the Tarka Shastra is there. If you start studying, then it will teach you how to think <coughs> properly, how to analyze certain things, how to be analytical about certain things. All those things it teaches you. This is called intellectual discipline in thinking. See, this is what happens. Suppose we take a particular topic, we start thinking about it. Then what happens? Some other thought comes and disturbs and it will hijack you, totally hijack you. And by the time you realize you have hijacked, you are already gone, half an hour. <laughs> then you come back again, oh, I was thinking about it. Again you pick up. Then some other thought will come and then hijack you. This is called indiscipline in thinking. But, yatinam yatachetasam. <laughs> This I have seen in our Gurudev, you know, when he start, some people will write a letter asking for some articles or something because they are publishing something, so many or something. 
So Gurudev read that letter immediately, say, ah, right. Uh, you know, to, to think, uh, start thing. Come. And once he focus on that point, then, you know, sometimes he dictates four pages, five pages, six pages, <laughs> without even stopping. <laughs> See the discipline in thinking. And early morning when he was, sometime when he is dictating like that long one, he will put his feet up on the, the, the what you call, table and then relax and then he talks. Suddenly, no, I don't hear him talking or saying. Then I look at him, he closes his eyes. <laughs> it's a cat nap, okay. Then when he wakes up, he picks up where he stopped. That is called disciplined thinking. <laughs> he must have stopped with a proposition. He must have stopped with a verb, adjective, whatever it is. He never asked me to read back to him. Never. He picks up wherever he stopped. See the discipline in thinking. Gal yata chayata saham. Abhito brahmanarvanam. Abhita on all side. Brahmanarvanam. Absolute freedom. Vartate vididatmanam. Vididatmanam. Those who have realized the self. Vididatmanam. The one who have realized the self. So this is a Charva Shloka. This is the last verse in the fifth chapter Bhagavan summarizes. What is that? The main point is what? One should be free from Kamakrodha. Free from Kamakrodha means how to manage Kamakrodha. That is all. It is not nobody can be free from Kamakrodha. Please. It is difficult. It's not possible. But the grip of karma, a grip of krodha, if you are able to handle it, then you will be able to realize the truth. This is the point, final point. Okay. Now, Bhagavan says, 27, 28, 29, these are three verses connecting the next chapter. Bhagavan is giving a sample of meditation. <laughs> okay. Let us see. Sparshan Kritva Behir Bhakyan Sparshan Kritva Now, meditation seat when you sit. Sparshan Kritva Bahir Bahyan. When you sit for meditation, Bhagavan says all the sense objects keep it outside. I don't carry any objects. No, the thought of objects, that is a problem. <laughs> you may close your eyes, you may do whatever it is, you may be sitting in a secluded place also, 
there are no object around you, but you close your eyes, what happened? Some object will come to your mind. Hmm. Something will come. What comes, you have no control. So, sparshan kritva bahir bhakyan. So, all the sense object, you keep it outside. Then, Bahihi outside Bhakyan, external objects. Chakshuhu Antare Bruvoho. And eyes, as though this will come later, Bhagavan Sixth Chapter is going to describe more. So, gently close your eyes as though you are looking in between the eyebrows. Okay? Now don't think that eyebrows that are going to shine, Paramatma and all this, not like that. Don't start imagining. But eyebrows just to position your head. Otherwise what happens? Your head starts slowly drooping down. You sit erect, beginning in the meditation seat. After some time slowly it starts going down. So instead of that, if your eyes kept in this way, what happened? Your head is kept in one line. Chakshuchayvantare bhoho pranapanam samogritva Breathing. So, when we are breathing in and breathing out, what happens is, if you start watching your breath, the breath and the mind has got connection. If your breathing is slow, the mind becomes quieter. That's why when you are angry, anxious, your breathing becomes not coherent. <laughs> so, if you try to breathe, the best method, Ramanavarshi says, you watch your breath. If you don't know pranayama, etc., don't worry about it. So just keep watching your breath and then your both nostril, inhalation and exhalation becomes even. So, pranapanaha samaukritva. Then what happens? Your mind becomes quieter. Nasabhyantarajarinavu. Nasabhi antarajari now moving within the nostrils. That's why the prana apana inhalation and exhalation. Apana vayu means that which goes down, prana vayu that which is your exhale. One is exhalation, another is inhalation. Both between them, there should be a balance. And the nostril also, one nostril sometimes cool breath comes, another nostril warm breath comes. If you watch, then slowly if you keep watching, slowly, slowly it becomes both cool. Then your mind is calm. This is the idea. Asa, we'll talk about it in sixth chapter, okay, more detail. If I tell you everything, then you won't come for sixth chapter. <laughs>
स्पर्शान बहिर्बाह्यात्मनिच्युतम शैलाजन गुरुत्तर Gently close your eyes and don't think of any objects. Now the moment you tell your mind, don't think, it starts thinking. <laughs> There is a story of a Raja. He wanted to get the medicine for baldness. So he called his royal doctor. The royal doctor, he knew there is no medicine, but then he cannot refuse the king. If you refuse the king, your head will go those days. Uh, there is no court or nothing. Raja is the court. <laughs> so he said, okay, I want this uh, for 14 days and I need this medicine and all to be prepared. He prepared the medicine and then um, buried that medicine also for 41 days. Afterwards, he took it out and put it on his hand and see the consistency of it and smelled it. Oh, this is the right thing. Okay. Now, if you apply this every day before you take a bath, just take one spoon, put it in your hand, rub it and then apply it on your head. Hair will grow. Be careful. Hmm. Don't put, apply it on your other, you know, the upper hand and all that. The hair will grow there also. It's a problem. So be careful. Then he was very happy. He gave all the gift and all that. And as he was leaving, he just came back. Sir, Zur, I remember one thing. What is that? Before applying this, three things you should not remember. What is that? broomstick honey comb these are the three things you should not remember now the king he wanted to apply that in the morning what what is that he said not to remember <laughs> the moment you start then what happens the thought comes the moment you say don't remember that alone will come So if you tell the mind in the meditation seat, don't think, <laughs> what happens? Mind will pick up. <laughs> so don't tell the mind, don't think, please. <laughs> tell the mind to think something else. <laughs> Give an alambanam, like Bhagavan, the murti, Bhagavan's form, etc. You tell the mind to think, so that automatically it will be dropped. सो स्पर्शा बहिर्बाख्याचुच्चेवांतरे भ्रो प्राणापानो सभ्यंदरचारिणेन्द्रियमनो बुद्धि मुनिर्मोक्षपरायणेच्छावयक्रोध 
available to thousands of you have become a sannyasi there. In Gita it is Brahmachari Vardeshtitaha it is in the meditation seat. That continuing. Bhaktaram yajnatapasam Sarvalokamakeshwaram Sukhrudam sarvabhutanam Jyatvamam shanti vrichati Now, the, in the meditation seat, what we have to show is that Bhagavan, whom we have to think about, that Lord, who is there, Bhoktaram Yajnadavasam. Bhoktaram Yajnadavasam, the enjoyer of sacrifice and austerity, is Sarva Loka Maheshwaram, the great Lord of all world. Where is he? Sukhrudam Sarvabhutana. One meaning is, he is the friend of all. Another meaning is, Sukhrudam means Sarvabhutana, Sarva Pranina, Pratyupakara, Nidapetsudaya, Upakarina, Sarvabhutana, Hrdayeshayam. The one who resides in your Hrdaya, in your heart. This Bhagavan is not far away in the Aikuntha or Kailasa. That Lord who is the creator of this world, the sustainer of this world, that Lord, Sarva Loka Maheshwaram, the Lord of the whole world, where is he? He is residing in your heart. <coughs> See, yesterday I told you, seat of mind is our heart. Isn't it? And the mind is where the Lord reflects. The reflecting media for the Lord is our mind. And that mind is where? In the heart. Therefore, where you should meditate. So this is called Hangraha Vasana. So meditate upon that Lord who is residing in your mind. How he is the witness of every thought that rises in your mind. That you are meditating is also witnessed by him. That my mind is quiet now is also being witnessed by him. (laughs) I am meditating. My mind is quieter, peaceful, calm. All these are known to you. Before you know it, the one who knows is Paramatma. He is the one who is witnessing. So, Sarvabhuta Anam, Sukhradam Sarvabhuta Anam. This is one meaning. Another meaning is, the Lord is the greatest friend. <laughs> the friend is the one, without Bhagavan Bhashigara writes here, Sarvabhuta Anam. Sarvapranina Pratyupakara Dirabekshaya Upakarina. Who is a friend? The one who never, without expecting anything from you, he gives you help. The one who helps you 
without expecting anything in return from you. It's called real friend. It is very rare, but that is called real friend. Bhagavan is one, he has given everything, but he doesn't expect anything from you. Isn't it? Suppose he expects from you, you will be disappointed. <laughs> so he doesn't have any expectation. So that friend, Nyatva Mam Shantim Richati. Nyatva having known me. Bhagavan says, you know me in this manner. <laughs> then Shantim Richati, he attained peace. Because I am searching for the Lord somewhere else. If you understand this very clearly, the Pramatma, the Lord is a witness of everything in my mind and He is, resi- he is residing in my own Antaratma, in, in my own heart. If you understand this, I don't have to search for Him anywhere. He is the Sachi of every thought of mine and He is right here the closest. <coughs> The closest in me is that Paramatma. If this awareness is there, there is total peace. Hmm. Thus we complete the fifth chapter hmm. before time. Om Tatsade Idishrimat Bhagavad Gita Su Upanishad Su Brahma Vidyayam Yoga Shastre Sri Krishna Arjuna Samvade Karma Sanyasa Yoga Nama Panchamodhyaya Let us read the first verse again. Arjuna Arjuna Vacha Sanyasam Karmanam Krishna Punaryogam Chasam Shasi Yetayorekam Tanme Pruhisunishitam Uh, 